completely fucking clueless podcast. I am Audrey Flowers. And I am Sarah Liddy. Welcome. Welcome, y'all. What is up? Welcome back to our fourth episode, which means that we have been podcasting for a full month. Wow. How crazy, right? Pretty fucking crazy. I know. I think about our first episode and I think about how I felt during that episode to like how I'm feeling right now. It feels very long ago. It does. This has been a long month for both Audrey and I. There's been a lot of things that have been going on and that is leading me to tell you all that this is not the episode that we had planned for this week. Not even a little. Not even a little close. We were very excited about the initial concept that you may have sort of gotten if you follow us follow us if you follow us on instagram hashtag follow us on instagram at completely fucking clueless and we still will be doing this concept at some point yes we're very excited about it we had like a whole photo shoot that's planned to go with it and we're like this is too good of a concept to just like let it not be fully like entertained flourish things came up where it wasn't possible for us to do it to our best this week and we were like we'd rather do something else than do what we had planned shittily slash like it didn't really fit the The vibe vibe. (laughs) but truly I think you know both of us have had some pretty big things that have come up this week and I'm assuming people that listen to this podcast have things that come up and you know when you just have it come up and you gotta change the plan you gotta do a full one and Oh my gosh, I am so annoying today. It's okay, you're getting um emo Audrey. Like, there's only so emo you can be while recording a podcast, but you're getting some level of emo Audrey for the second week in a row, so. I, what is my vibe today? I am giving you, hmm, what am I giving? I feel like I've been having such a bad headache today. I have, like, allergies, so I'm giving you, like, there are allergies in, <laughs> that are sitting behind my eyeballs and nose, if you know that feeling. Yes. Yeah, but yeah, we've had stuff come up, and so we're pivoting for this episode, and so welcome to the chaos. Yes, I'd say this is the least planned we have ever been. But you know what? That is okay. That's also kind of the vibe, baby. I know. Completely fucking clueless. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so let's hop into this week. I don't know what it was about this week, but I just have so much to say. Okay, the first thing I'm going to bring up, we're going to start all the way at the, the front of the week, which is on Monday, your girl got an endoscopy. Woo-woo! So, you know, I had talked about my issues with like acid reflux, IBS on the pod, I think in the first episode. And I finally got an endoscopy this week and it's where they like stick a little camera down your throat. They like put you to sleep and they look in your stomach. And so basically the result of that is they think I have this thing called gastroparesis. Ooh, I know how tell fancy. Tell us more. <laughs> but basically they think that like I'm not digesting my food correctly because they had told me like don't eat past midnight but I had like stopped eating at 8 p.m. and then when they went in with the camera they couldn't even fully do the procedure because my food from 8 p.m. that last night which is not supposed to be there it was still there weird I know so now I'm getting another procedure I know we love that where basically I'll go to a hospital and they'll give me a meal and I'll eat and every couple of hours they're gonna like do like a scan that looks at my stomach and how it's digesting why do I like kind of want to see this like am I isn't that kind of interesting we you know what I do have I have photos of the food in my stomach from the endoscopy whenever I'd get scoped I would send the photos to everyone there's 
it's so interesting but so fun it's interesting to see the inside of your body yeah it's freaky looking it is i would say like the inside of your vocal cords not to be crude kind of look like a vagina it it, yeah it does it is it it does look like that very similar the inside of your stomach I honestly can't really tell exactly what it looks like because all you see is this like glob of shit that is the food that I had eaten the night before. (laughs) I really thought that sentence was going to end in glob of shrimp for some reason. And I really wanted to see like individual shrimp like as if you just swallowed whole. You know what's so funny is the night before I had shrimp stir fry. I can read your mind. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Okay. Well, next thing that happened to me this week was I went to dinner at this like sushi place. That's in a town, like a neighboring town to where I live in Westchester. It's called Haiku. If anybody knows uh, who's listening and I usually, you know, when you go somewhere like often and you have your usual order or just like the usual things that you get from there. Yes. I'm such a habitual bitch. That's partially because I'm vegetarian. So there's usually only like two things I can eat at a restaurant, which I love because I can't make decisions Mm -hmm. well that's like me when I go to brunch I always get eggs benedict it's just like who I am it slaps exactly and so I went to haiku with a friend for a little dinner date and (laughs) (laughs) see chaotic energy this week everyone so I went with her and I'm like I'm gonna switch it up tonight wrong wrong don't do that ever (laughs) this is not where I thought this story was going of like try something new you never know no don't fucking try something new when it comes to food don't fucking try something new stick to your stick to your usual because i'm like ooh, i'm gonna mix it up and i'm gonna get some sesame chicken like people in my life will order it and i'll have like one or two pieces i'm like ooh, this is delicious but i never eat it like a full meal of it wrong it wasn't for me i have my couple of bites and then i'm like this is this is too much for me i don't want it anymore And so I was just upset because I had not been to Haiku in a while because I had, you know, I had gotten sick of it. So I was taking my my break. So my moral of the story, stick to what you know. (laughs) Stick to what you know. As far as eating. You know? I don't know why I find this so funny. I just really, you mentioned this story very briefly, like the intro of it before this recording session. And I really thought it was going in a different direction. You know what? surprise <laughs> but I, I respect that I'm a to the point in which like though there's like a couple places like we have this like sandwich specialty weird place in my town called Shubies mm. that literally uh is like the first thing I do when I go home I go to Shubies and I'd say like I've been going there since I think literally I was born like since before I can remember and it's so, like I have like three favorite things basically and so every time I go home I'm tortured of like particularly if I'm only there for like a day or two it's like I have to pick one. I have to pick one of my children. <laughs> I have to choose which of my children I get to eat this time. We had a bit of a rough week and then some other stuff happened on top of it. But I would say at the start of like the, the couple days of it going rough, I was feeling homesick. And the way that manifested was I so desperately just wanted to find a sandwich like similar to Um, Like it's not like an Italian sandwich. Like I feel like most sandwich places are sort of like Italian style. Like kind of just like specialty odd things and so I, I spent actually like hours that day looking for, for like sandwich. sandwich shops and I finally found one that I was like fine with I wasn't hyped about but part of the reason I picked it is like they had a like chocolate chip cookie and Cape Cod potato chips which is the type of potato mm. chips that they always serve at Shubies in these little bags oh and then always growing up I would get uh, an Arnold Palmer like a half lemonade Ooh. half iced tea and they had like an Arnold Palmer and so I get it and then I get home 
not only have my Cape Cod potato chips been forgotten, but no. the Arnold Palmer is like a peach tea with lemon. <laughs> I don't know why it manifested that like the way I was going to fix my homesickness was by getting a sandwich. No, but I understand what you mean by that. I love the whole like the thing you get when you go home thing because I I feel that there are certain things because like haiku what is one of those I mean I live at home but when I would come home from college I'm like that's one of the places I have to go and stuff like that so I love that yeah I love shoebies if you ever go to Marblehead go to shoebies go to shoebies everybody mm-hmm. all right we're gonna keep going off on my list I have a whole <laughs> list of stuff here people I'm so glad that you probably want to listen to this <laughs> Oh, yes, guys. Drink of the week. Drink of the week. So if you are new to our podcast or just like us, we've been doing drink of the week um, for the pod. And this week it's a rosé called Viviette and it's delish. I found this rosé. My dad had a work party a couple years ago at Tavern on the Green in Central Park. It was beautiful. Bougie. It was. It was so bougie. Um, and um, I went uh, after work and they had this rosé and I was like, this rosé is so good, but I can never find it. And we were going to do a different drink. But then I saw this bottle like literally immediately when I walked into the wine shop and I was like, this is a sign from God. <laughs> I mean, like I was just like, this is a sign from the universe. Like I need this. This is my first good rosé of like the warm season. Oh, so it's nice. Yeah. Yeah, I buy cheap-ass wine because I'm a cheap-ass bitch. Okay. If my dad is listening to this, hey, dad, my dad (laughs) is the reason why I have such specific alcohol um, preferences, and they happen to be very nice preferences. I'm very excited, y'all. I'm going to Napa in a couple of weeks with my parents, and we're actually going to this vineyard that um, my dad has ordered from for a really long time. I Over COVID, we did, for my birthday, we did... um, and Audrey was there, a virtual wine tasting with them. It was so fun. It was. And I'm so excited to get to see their vineyard. Um, Send me all the pictures. Oh, I will. You know I'm going to give a full breakdown on the pod about it because I've never been to wine country. I'm so excited. I, I'm so excited. Um, but my dad really is into wine. Like, that's one of his things. He's like, I will spend money on good wine. He is so, like, love you, dad, but he's so, like annoying probably to people about it or like we'll be sitting at like thanksgiving dinner and he's like swirling his wine i like (laughs) literally this thanksgiving he led everyone through a wine tasting it was hysterical i love that yes it was a moment i love it i thought i hated all white wine for so long turns out my mom always drank steel chardonnay growing up and it turns out a i just don't really like chardonnay but specifically i hate steel chardonnay i'd actually say in the last like three four years my mom has kind of rotated what she drinks more she actually doesn't get it that much anymore because she knows that i hate it yeah yeah i think is really sweet my mom is a chardonnay drinker it is not for me no 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 the only white wine that i really like is actually like from tambor bay the place that we're going in napa their sauvignon blanc very good super crisp we tried it at the wine tasting yes but i'm not a white wine gal i love reds love rosé I got into it. I did a study abroad my sophomore year and I literally never liked a white wine that I tried up till then. And then I really liked, admittedly, the way they do wine is very different. This is very snobby to say, but like the way they classify and do wine in out of the U.S. is very different. Interesting. Um, But I really liked it and 
I have not bought a bottle from there because it was from like a nice vineyard, but it was actually really cool. It was like they played music while it was like, I don't know what the right word is, but like fermenting kind Ooh. of. Um, and like the different music they play actually affects the taste, Shut which is really up. cool. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, and I really liked it. And I was like, oh my God, I do like some white wine. So then I went home and I started trying more and I realized I just, no offense to steel Chardonnay, but I hate steel Chardonnay. Oh, well, there you go. You know, what's interesting on my study abroad. I studied in Florence over the summer freshman going into sophomore year of college. And I remember we had this welcoming dinner and all they had in it. It was Italy was red wine. And I was like, I don't drink red wine like this is going to be awful fell in love with red wine on my trip to Florence. How like material girl is that <laughs> moving on from wine? Um, but we're moving on to. OK, I was listening to I told this to Audrey a little bit, but I was listening to the morning toast um, with Hannah Burner. It's a really good episode if you want to laugh a lot. Um, they're both comedians, so it was very funny. Um, but they were talking about Rihanna. And I have to tell everybody that I relate to Rihanna. <laughs> Me and Rihanna are the same because if you think about Rihanna, so she has had a moment since she's gotten pregnant. She is like, I mean, I feel like she is, this is the most I've seen of Rihanna in like forever. She is like, hello, everybody here is my baby bump. And she is just like out in the world. So she's like, I'm becoming a mother. She obviously has Fenty Beauty, like a billion dollar um, makeup brand. What else does she do? I wrote it down. Um, she has a lingerie brand. But she has not released music in God knows what. Decades. In decades. And so here is why I relate to Rihanna. I feel like I'm in the state, I'm in my Rihanna stage of life right now because the thing that I have been known for most of my life is singing in theater. And I'm trying to build these other parts of me. And so that's why I'm relating to Rihanna because you know, we have this podcast and we're thinking of ways how we expand the completely fucking clueless brand. You know, we have, we've been so lucky on TikTok. We've been able to gain a, a pretty decent following in a short amount of time. Like, you know, I have my own social media things that I kind of want to pursue, but it's just like, I feel like I'm in this era of finally getting to explore myself outside of the thing that I've been known for for so long um like in therapy this week I you know my therapist was like hey so how you've been taking a break from theater like how are you feeling about it and I was like you know sometimes I miss singing because singing is how I sort of started but I don't miss feeling like shit all the time and I don't miss really you don't miss (laughs) feeling like shit Sarah no I don't (laughs) I don't yeah I just I don't miss the comparisons that were starting to happen and 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 the maybe the resistance or just like the negative energy that I was approaching with theater so I'm in my Rihanna era everybody I love that I'm not pregnant but I am in my Rihanna era I would say she makes being pregnant look so hot her (laughs) outfits I know she looks so good like she has that like her the jeans with like the stomach out like I already wanted to fuck Rihanna but now I really and I don't I think no offense to anyone the idea of something growing inside of me is disgusting I don't (laughs) want an entity inside of me oh that literally puts chills down my back that is so funny because I'm like on the opposite end where I'm like oh my god I can't wait to like have something grow inside of me one day no No offense. And like, I might have kids someday, but no. at, at the idea of something growing inside of me just feels 
gross. But she, damn. Yes, Rihanna. Damn, Rihanna. I just, uh, I really hope she releases music again one day. I don't think she will. I know, but I Rihanna she, bangers are so good. I know. I think she gets a lot of fun from like making us all think like, oh, 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 is, is she, she gonna? gonna? And then she doesn't. Like, that's gotta be so funny for her side. Boo. <laughs> Rihanna, give us a banger. It's been like eight years. I know, it's been too long. It's it's just been, it's been too long, everyone. But moving on to the next story that I wrote down <laughs> on my list. Really... I know, I'm sorry. This is such bad transitions. I'm just like, the next story. Do you want to know a real emo girl story? Sure. I love emo girl stories. <laughs> in the moment, this is what I needed and I have no regrets about it. But like in retrospection and even as it was happening, there was this little voice being like, this is such like an emo like movie, whatever moment to do. So I'd been having like a rough couple days and then some personal things happen in life that I'm not going to get into partially because they involve other people and it's not really my story to tell. Um, But something happened that uh, rough, not happy news. Um, And so it was like late at night. My mom was in Utah doing shit. Uh, My sister was asleep because she goes to bed at 8 p.m. Sarah was also asleep because it was like 1030. Um, And so... (laughs) I just needed to get out of my apartment. I was like alone. My like other good friend, Zan, who lives near me. She was back home in Bass. I tried to say Boston and Massachusetts. Boston. Boston. <laughs> um, she was back home. And so I was just like, I didn't really know what to do. I didn't know who else to call. And so I was like, I need to get out of my apartment. But it was like 1030. It was dark out. I was like, I'm not really paying the most attention right now. I wanted to go like get some air. And I was like, probably shouldn't just walk around the streets of New York right now. Feels like a bad idea. So I went to the roof of my apartment. I mean, it was very lightly raining and I'd worn a warm jacket. I, what I would say is I didn't wear a jacket that was waterproof. And so then it just started raining more. And I just kept like kind of walking um, either in a circle or in this line back and forth on the roof. And then it just started raining more and more. And I'd say it felt very nice and like refreshing. And like, you know, when like you're so overwhelmed by something that just like having a different sensory experience, like can kind of like stop your body and make it refocus. Yes. Well, that. That's literally a DBT, if you know, DBT therapy yeah. skill. My um, coat is literally still hanging up. It is still wet because oh, I, no. I like my head, which was out, was completely soaking. I literally, that's why I went to bed with wet hair that night and why I was chaotic in the morning. Um, but the jacket is still drying because it's soaking wet. And this happened two nights ago. Um, and it was just like the most like, <laughs> it was just me on my roof in the dark alone in the rain um and it was exactly what I need in that moment to like just reset but like isn't that such like that's the definition of teen angst yeah like, <laughs> angst it's like I'm so sad I'm gonna like go up to my roof and just walk back and forth no but it's good it's good that like in that moment you're like okay what do I need like my support systems are grandmas and are sleeping and <laughs> Like, what What do I do? What am I going to do to help myself? It's so important to be able to be like, all right, I know I'm in a tough emotional state. And like, what do I do next to try and help regulate myself? Yeah. So if that's going up to your roof in the rain, like, good on you. It's really funny to think of like, if someone else had like come out and just saw me like just standing on the roof not in a rain jacket not with an umbrella just in the rain like not even like staring off into anything just like dead face that would have been so funny you know what and that's okay it is to you girl always 
chaos. So I have a great, like, I guess it would be called a manifestation story. If you follow me on Instagram, I talked about it a little on there. I was listening to I Love You So Much with Kenzie Elizabeth this week. And she had a makeup artist on. Her name is Alexis Oakley. And she has, like, sort of been rising up in the celebrity makeup world. And she was just like such a great guest and their vibe, the flow, everything about it was just so good. And I felt like she gave such great advice on how to navigate a lot of like, like being an entrepreneur in your twenties or just like doing a career that doesn't have as much of a mainstream line in your twenties. Um, but she was talking to Kenzie about, you know, how she likes to speak her dreams for her career into existence she's like if there are certain people that I would like to do their makeup and work with like I will tell people in my life like yeah my dream is to or my current dream is to work with this person or I really want this and I just found that really cool and inspiring especially in terms of our podcast because I feel like you know I will mention it to people that are close to me but when my parents will be at restaurants and they're like listen to my daughter's podcast I'm like cringe ah I go and get my eyebrows done and my the girl that I get my eyebrows done she has done my eyebrows for many many years so she knows me and she's just asking me about my life and um I she's asking me about auditioning and I'm kind of beating around the bush that I'm not really auditioning but then I'm like well I am doing something pretty big with my life right now I'm, I have a podcast like should I mention it I don't know like is somebody going to take this weird? But then I decide to just like mention it. And she is so like, that is so fierce. Like we're talking about how like the concept of the podcast and, you know, she's, I don't know how old she is, but she is like, I'm, you know, she has to be in her late to early thirties. You know, she's like, I still don't know what I'm doing. So I think that's really cool. And it applies to people of all ages and blah, blah, blah. And then I go to pay after and the girl behind the receptionist, like little table is like, I took down the name of your podcast. I've always wanted to start a podcast. Like, I feel like this is a sign. And I'm telling her like, yeah, just like go for it. I know it can be really intimidating because there's all these pieces and puzzles and whatever, but just like do it. It feels, I'm like, it feels so good every time we record. And I'm just like, oh my God, I've always wanted to do this. And I just like had this moment where I'm like, Alexis Oakley was right. You have to speak your dreams into existence. We got a new follower because of it. Hey. But like also I'm just like, that's tea. Yeah. I feel like I've always really struggled with that type of stuff. Like I very often I have felt embarrassed of my own dreams. Like either like pre really being in theater. Like I was embarrassed of like telling people that I like wanted to do theater. Like I used to always say like I, I wanted to be um Oh God, what well, I'd either say like I wanted to be a music teacher or like an interior designer because those were still arty, but they didn't feel as like embarrassing as saying actor. Mm-hmm. And like even now, like I, I just really often, even with people that I'm close with, I get embarrassed of like telling them like the things that I want or the things that I'm dreaming or aiming towards because it, I, I get nervous about getting embarrassed of like, oh, if I don't achieve them or like if it's something that's like ridiculously far off them being like, that's insane or like the the judgment I get really embarrassed of the things that I want and that's something I'm really trying to not do because I agree just like telling people like I had a friend at work go in and call me out and be like hey you didn't tell me you started a podcast and I was like oh I told some people but I didn't want to like bother people or whatever and she was like 
No, tell people. We need to take up space in 2022. We need to take up our space. No, I agree. I think all my life, I, I, I think I have similar feelings about like wanting to go into performance or unconventional, more unknown careers that really do have to do with dreams and passions and feeling insecure about it, feeling insecure that like it's not as straight of a path as you know, some more structured careers are. And then getting like the question from your aunts and uncles. Yeah. Of, like, so what's your actual job going to be? So and when are you like, going to make money from this? I would say, <laughs> shout out to my brother-in-law who I love. And he's, <laughs> I adore him. He's from Serbia. He, he, I'm, I'm, he asked questions that are very blunt and I'm aware of it. And I know they all come from a place of love, but I was on the phone with like my, my sister, her husband, who's my brother-in-law Neb and my parents. And he was like, so like, this is me being like blunt Neb. Like this is not like from a mean place. This is just like from a Neb place of like being realistic. Like when are you going to start making money from this podcasting thing? I was like, oh, not for a very long no, time. No, it takes a really long time. and, and if, if ever at that. True, if ever. And the thing is, it's like, it's hard because there is this part of me that's like, oh my God, how cool would it be to, you know, have a podcast that's signed with like a podcast network and like to do ads and to really like my, you know, my dream is that it will become into something. And, you know, I want to follow my dreams and and dreams change dreams can come back and forth also hard in its own set of explaining to people that like hey this thing that i've wanted my entire life it's changed it's changed and we're referring to theater here right now people (laughs) i'd say i'm also referring to like people ask me about having kids i always say to people i'm like i don't currently like i'm open to them but like they're not something i desperately want but i reserve the right to change my mind exactly you know what that's another thing i heard on a podcast this week People can change their minds or they could say, hey, right now I need to put this on pause because it's not making me feel good. But this other dream is making me feel so good. Like I'm just going to go right into my deeper clueless moment of the week because this is exactly the right segue is that I for a really long time, I was like, when am I going to feel the passion I felt when I was younger? I had such deep, deep passion for theater in high school I did. And, you know, lately that's just changed. And and I think I was always like, when is that feeling going to come back? When am I going to feel that rush of just being so like into something? So like, I want to do the work because for a while in short, there were some mental health things going on that were not also, uh, you know, equipped for that sort of mindset. But since sort of recovering from those and and in being in recovery and like whatever I was like when am I gonna feel that urge and you know when I was starting to try and audition post-grad like it wasn't really coming sure there were moments where I and I still do love theater but overall I was dragging my feet a lot to do the things that needed to be done but when it came to our podcast and this past month I'm like wow I haven't felt this fueled in such a long time and so that uncertainty of like when am I going to be fueled again has like sort of been like oh like I'm feeling fueled again and I'm feeling proud of myself for the first time in a while I'm feeling like look sure we may not be the biggest podcast on Spotify but that's yeah but like (laughs) but like who cares we're doing something that is like fueling us and I think it just feels good to feel that again yeah, something that I've really been trying to lean into and like work on is like the idea of like 
particularly because we literally just started. And like, if this podcast is a company, we are the only two employees. Fun fact on Apple, it, it has me as our uh, legal team. I can't change that. I don't know if why. If you want labeled... to speak to our lawyer, speak to Audrey. Yeah, apparently I'm our legal team, um, <laughs> which is bad if we get sued because I'm not qualified for that. Um, <laughs> oh, fuck, where was it going? Oh, but like, I can't A, expect anyone else to like promote and speak up for us if I'm not willing to do it for myself. Like, this is a Gee. new thing. If I want people to know about it and listen to it, I have to tell people like the particularly initial people who listen to this are going to be people who are like within an arm's extension of me. And if I don't tell people, no one's going to listen to it. And that's not anyone's fault, but my own. And like, if you're not going to root for you, no one else is like you have to be your first supporter before other people are going to hear you cheering and join it. Her. yeah shout out to my parents who literally will go to dinner and tell everybody about it my dad was at like a work event last night he's like i told 20 people about your podcast truly and he's it, our number one no literally it it even though like sometimes I, again like i feel this like momentarily embarrassment it makes me feel good that one my parents are supportive of this like you know thing that god only knows if anything will happen to it but they're still like yeah my daughter's got a podcast but yeah that was my like deeper clueless moment of the week is just like feeling uncertain about like when i'll feel driven again and finally getting to feel that again which is really exciting yeah do you have a deeper clueless moment of the week so i'd say this isn't i feel like it doesn't the things that I have to say don't traditionally fit within like what I have sort of imagined the clueless moments to be but I'd say like the moment I have to share and I I think this would qualify as like a deeper one but I had some like difficult like I've, I've had some difficult like situational things happen recently that have been like just kind of heavy and there there was something that happened in my life recently that it weighed a little heavy in and like I it brought a lot of fear and sadness um and luckily everyone's okay but I I had work and I I made it through I think about like half of my shift and then I got a text that related to the situation that wasn't even like anything bad news and just like you know when you try and like calm yourself down but you just wind yourself up more yeah and so I was like I'm gonna go get water and I went upstairs and I like tried to calm myself down and one of my friends at work they I had like told them at the start of my shift what was going on and they came over and like they like sat me down and like got me a snack and just like we we've never been super close like we've not talked a ton um and I remember when I first started working like they weirdly kind of intimidated me and I thought they disliked me actually mm. but I, I don't know them super well and they were really there for me and really kind and really human with me like I, it weirdly kind of reminds me of like my freshman year of high school I don't even remember what happened but I, I remember I was sobbing in sobbing in a stairwell and this random girl in my dorm who I'd never spoken to and I don't no fight ever actually spoke to again came up to me and just like rubbed my back and told me it was going to be okay um and just like it was a really nice moment of like the humanity and like realizing you have like more friends than you think and more people who care about you and want you to be okay than you think they're not someone who I'm super close with there's someone I'd like to go to know better but regardless to have this person just like really be present and human with me really changed my day like I I think I could have spiraled pretty hard and like they could have just been like okay like you're clearly not doing well and just like go home but like they 
spoke to me as a human first and made sure that I was in a place of like you're okay and can go home before just like sending me home to like just spiral by myself and that was just a moment of like I don't know like not being clueless in the way that I've thought of most of these moments but being clueless in the way of like not realizing how much a humanity sometimes people can have because the world can be really cruel and unkind but not realizing how much like people care about you yeah sometimes all you need is like grace from people it's always in those moments that I feel grateful for like humanity it reminds me of like during our last year of school when I was I was going through a lot with my mental health and like I was just like not showing up in the ways that I really wanted to but every teacher that I came with and was like look I know this is not my best work but I I can't give you more like the amount of grace that was there and how grateful I am for that grace because without that grace I wouldn't have been able to like make it through you know I'm really glad that your coworker could like be there for you like that yeah I I feel I'm just I'm very thankful for this person for um the kindness they showed me we love when humans are great yeah we love it all right well getting onto a little bit of a lighter note <laughs> Well, I'm just switching it up to my more, you know, surface level clueless moment of the week. And this is a, this may be a debate. I don't know what it is, but okay. Podcasts coming out with videos of their podcasts. Like so many podcasts are coming out with like video versions that you can find on YouTube or like if you listen to Caller Daddy, like uh, Alex Cooper will have like the video. My cluelessness here is that does it defeat the purpose a part of me there are certain things like certain podcasts that I'll be like oh I you know what I don't even really watch the video of it I like will play it while I'm doing my makeup and just like having a little bit of a visual is nice but I'm like is it defeating the purpose like okay podcasts are supposed to be something that you listen to why are we doing video I'd say the only one that I've ever like watched a video of is uh the try guys shout out to the try fam <laughs> i'm a big try guys fam watch them since they were on buzzfeed still love them baby but they have a podcast which i don't listen to super regularly but they also record it and i would say like actually most of the time when i actually listen to it is usually in the video version and it's because like i'll like listen to it while i'm like doing other shit and mm. like then if i am eating breakfast and like i have a moment to sit down and like drink my coffee like, i have something visually to engage with which is nice but then like if i'm also like washing my dishes or some shit and i can't see the tv mm. doesn't matter because i don't need to see what's happening like yeah and i think that's partially because like theirs is more like comedy focused and like I feel like they're all specifically some of them are very physical people where it's like kind of fun to like see what's happening and it see is. a little extra. Yeah, I don't know. I like there's this one podcast I listen to called Comments by Celebs. And it's really funny because these two girls, they are visually not associated with the podcast in that they were like, we don't want to be famous. So they are Instagrams are strictly for friends and family. You don't really know much about what these girls look like. So I've kind of made even though I look them up and sort of know what they look like. I've almost made my own character caricature for them in my head. Whereas now with a lot of these podcasts, I mean, we do it with our own. We grab video footage to put up on different social medias. I'm like, our Instagram's a lot of photos of us. Yeah, I know. It's just so, I don't know. For me, I was just like, I was sitting in my car and I was like, is this defeating the whole purpose of a podcast? I don't know how I feel about it still. I, I like some, I don't like others. I do kind of get it. Like when I 
first started listening to My Favorite Murder, I actually for a long time avoided like following them on social media. Like when I looked up things about them, I tried to actually avoid looking at photos of them because I, I liked like sort of like when you like you read a book and then they make a movie of it. Like when you read the book, it gets to be your own versions in your head, like yeah. however clear or unclear that is. But then like with Harry Potter, once they cast him as Harry Potter, like that now is Harry Potter. <laughs> I feel like this doesn't make sense. No, it does. It does. It's just such an interesting thing for me. And so I wanted to bring it up. Yeah. Do you have a a surface level this week or no? I'm really shit at keeping plants alive. Um, Plants? Yeah, I really want to be better. And I do have a little herb garden that I'm actually pretty good at. But that's because it provides its own daylight and I only need to refill its water like once or like twice a week sometimes, which it feels deeply ironic. My grandmother is amazing. She has this beautiful giant garden and she's like makes the most beautiful arrangements for all our holidays. And the irony is like, I have the last name Flowers. My mom through marriage has last name Flowers. We cannot keep anything alive. Like (laughs) my grandmother has a green thumb. We have a fucking brown thumb. We just kill shit. Like, I've even managed to kill cactuses before. Oh. Do you know how hard it is to kill a cactus? I don't. But I, I'm not a plant girly. I've never been good at keeping things alive. I do. I can barely keep me alive. <laughs> I do wish I was more. Like, I mean, I like being the girl that has, like, flowers around. But, yeah. I Yeah, I've never been a plant girly. I, there's literally a plant right behind you that I would say I've brought it to the edge of death. I'm oh. going to say at least eight times and it's never completely died but like even when it, it doesn't look good right now but even when it looks good there's like one dead branch you know from the two weeks ago when I didn't water it for a week good and then there's like a section that's doing fine okay y'all well this has been chaotic chaos. chaotic and I hope that y'all can enjoy the chaos and can understand where the chaos is coming from I think both of us are you know these big things that have happened to us are very fresh and new and we're not ready to like speak on them. Audrey specifically has other people involved in her thing. Me, I'm just not like ready to speak on it yet and that should be okay. Um, But we want to show up to this podcast. We want to be here for this podcast. We want to be as relatable and vulnerable as we can be while also, you know, protecting our own boundaries because boundaries are important. All right, everybody. Do not forget to follow us on our social media. We are at Completely Fucking Clueless on Instagram and on TikTok. We are completely F-C-K-I-N-G Clueless. Hashtag censorship. And... I think that's it, right? We have yeah. an Instagram. We have a Twitter. Not a Twitter. We don't. Neither of us are on Twitter, so we yeah. don't know how Twitter works, so we haven't bothered. If you want us to get a Twitter, let us know. Oh, if you are enjoying our content, please give us a rating and please give us a review. It really helps the podcast out. It's literally at like 27 right now, and it's a low enough number, meaning like I know what the number is, meaning every time I see it and it's even up by one, I'm like, fuck you, yeah, baby. I know. True, But honestly, truly, though, the people that... Whether it's you reviewing on the apps, but which we would like you to do, but those that have like texted us, you have no idea how much it means to us that you guys are enjoying it. And it's made me yeah. cry, but like in the positive way. Yeah. All right. What a long outro here. Sorry for the chaos, but not sorry for the chaos. Hey. Okay, everybody. Have a great week. Thank you so much for listening. And I'm going to say it be clueless. <laughs> Audrey hates it. I hate it so much. I hate it. <laughs> but I think that we don't. I-